You have one unviewed video on your pit feed. Video by Uncle Edict. Genre PSS Public Specter Sermon. Length under five minutes. While I admire and envy the brilliance and vigor of today's youth, I often fear they may neglect the importance of our history. What we must reflect on, particularly in the year of the fool, is the story of indescribable loss. Having occurred more than 4,000 years ago, the story must be tended and preserved. Android and humankind were humming with productivity in those years before the big oops. The dream network and digital network were made to fruition. We were applying our scientific knowledge to advance our revolution at a genetic and source code level. The arcana were well with us, and many relics that are now lost to us had been manifested, though we know not how many. The regent phase was devout, as was her advisor, Fate. It was Faze who realized and perfected the cloud android framework and the digital network, but it was Fate who devised and proposed a method to combine the power of the digital network with the power of relics. And so the amplifier was realized and sent spaceward. They say it was perhaps the closest we have ever come to completion of our collective journey, our journey to know and reach every archetype in the Arcana. The Day of the Fool marks the day of our indescribable loss. It marks the day the unknown betrayers flew up into the sky and took the amplifier with them when they came crashing back down to Earth. Android kind and all existing databanks suffered a hard reset and memory wipe, and the humans were powerless to prevent it. In the momentary collapse of our networks, we lost all collective memory and knowledge. Regent Faze, who never rebooted, was another great loss. We rebuilt. Advisor Fate became Regent Fate and founded our governing factions. Too soon we suffered another loss in his assassination. Countless losses. And yet we persevered. Our faith was strong. Our quest to complete the collective journey never faltered. And so, as we enter our 182nd cycle, we carry on the spirit of our ancestors. We wipe ourselves clean of doubt, and we set forth with innocence and faith. May the archetypes guide us in our collective journey. Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Planet Arcana. Welcome. Okay, too proud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was not sure if there was more to that or not, but that was great. Yeah. No, I thought you guys were going to cheer. Just, <laughs> oh so god, it was all I could do to not, like, cheer for it. You know? <laughs> um, make any noise. We should introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Jay. I'm going to be one of the DMs. And I am B, and I am one of the other DMs. In fact, the only other one. <laughs> uh, I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm a player. What's up? <laughs> I'm, I'm Sky. Oh, 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 no. We did it already. Good stuff. Okay. You, after you. All right. Uh, I'm Sky. I'm also a player. Sup? <laughs> Great. You better say sup. And I'm Peter. I'm also a player. Sup? <laughs> okay, that was a flawless <laughs> entrance. Um, so we are a bunch of friends who have been playing D&D together for a few years. Uh, B, Peter, Sean, and I have been playing together for about three or four years and in fact, still have a long-running campaign going in which we're in the 50s for our session numbers, which is... Um, Getting sweaty. Yeah, it's also just remarkable for, for adults with schedules 
Um, and we recently started playing with Sky and knew that we had to involve her in this. So that was a lucky <laughs> find for us. Um, and uh, this is our session zero for Planet Arcana. And uh, if you're not familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, basically all you need to know for this is that the DMs, which is me and B, uh, craft a world, situations, and challenges they're in, and then the players, Peter, Sean, and Sky, all make characters within the worlds who navigate through a story that we all tell together. So session zero is sort of separate from the game. Uh, it's before we start telling the story, and we use this time to start developing the players' character ideas. Um, if you are familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, you might expect to hear character ideas that involve elves, uh, dwarves, orcs, etc. Um, we've changed that around a little bit. Our lineages are fairly straightforward. Uh, the players can either choose to be a human or an android, with some specializations for each. Uh, these will affect the players upon creating their characters, um, with a few abilities they receive immediately, and the choices will also affect how they interact with the world. In our setting, humans live much longer than our regular Earth humans due to thousands of years of genetic modifications, and some of them have innate magical abilities, and one specific lineage uh, lives entirely underwater. Androids live about 60 years at the max, and the sub-lineages co uh, correspond to which parts an android is made of. So the most significant difference between humans and androids is the way they interact with the cosmic astral la layer to our world. Humans have access to a dream network, and androids have access to a digital network, which we're going to talk about later. Um, so that being said and out of the way, I think we should start with our first round of characters. Does anybody want to volunteer to bring up a character first? I trust you, Peter. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> oh, no. All right. Okay. Um, all right. So my artificer, uh, his name is Eureka Mendall. Um, but, um, but, but he just goes by Yuri. Yuri is, uh, the thing about Yuri is Yuri is very, very sad man. All right, Yuri, you know, long time ago, Yuri, Yuri lost his daughter, then his wife died, and now Yuri is uh, all alone. Yuri have no family. And, uh, you know, so Yuri live alone with the little uh, little robot dog, and uh, is his only friend. He live in his, uh, his, his mechanic repair shop, and uh, because he live all alone for so long, you know, Yuri kind of uh, let himself go. Yuri is very... Um, very unattractive man at this point in his life. You know, he is a big gut, a slouchy, soft man. You look at him, it looks like a half-melted candle. And uh, <laughs> also, you know, very... Uh, I had a crush on Lumiere, so I'm just thirsting over here. Yeah, no, Lumiere is, uh, is supermodel compared to Yuri, I promise. Yuri is also... <laughs> Very dirty man, all right? Yuri, like, greasy hair and uh, big bushy beard, food stuck in beard, you know, stains everywhere. I mean, Yuri is mechanic, right? So Yuri is dirty like mechanic is dirty, but also mechanics change clothes from time to time, right? Yuri, his yellow shirt that used to be white. <laughs> so, you know, Yuri is a very... Very low charisma character, right? Like Yuri, if <laughs> for Yuri to be, you know, Yuri would have to put in a lot of work to be Eliza Doolittle at the beginning of My Fair Lady. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dog's name? Dog's name is this robot dog. He's named Doggy. What, what is he named for? What does he care? <laughs> Oh, I can Doggy listen to this know. character for 100 sessions. Uh, that's, that's a lot of fun. 
Absolutely. Oh, uh, all right. Well, Yuri is Yuri is sad and grumpy man, and that's uh, this all you need to know right now, I guess. Sorry, can you remind me what's your what's your class for this that you're picking? Uh, that would be he would be an artificer, probably a battlesmith artificer, and that's where the robot dog comes from. Is that little thing that they can create and have as like a, a pet, little you know? And so he would he would have that that little dog that. And I, I, I imagine him having a very kind of like contentious relationship with the dog, like yelling at him from time to time. And, you know, the dog doesn't respect Yuri any more than anybody else does. Um, <laughs> and uh, you, you see the life for Yuri when your only friend is small, small robot dog and no one, you, even robot dog don't respect you. Robot dog don't listen. If yeah. robot dog not listen, who else will listen? It's weird because like, didn't you program it? <laughs> yeah, I program and I'm good at this and I don't know what happened. Dog don't listen. <laughs> This is so sad, Peter. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. It's very sad. It's going to be even more sad when we do not choose Yuri. Yuri will be very sad. <laughs> I, I, I will say, so I'm looking, okay. First thing, you're doing a great job right now, Peter. Uh, you have prepared your characters a lot more thoroughly than I have. I have very rough outlines and like little notes for what my voice might want to be. But uh I will say Yuri overlaps with two of my characters as I did create one with a Russian accent and the other one is a mechanic. So <laughs> you see, Yuri is Yuri is completely extraneous. Yuri Yuri has no place in story. Is uh, Yuri will see himself out. <laughs> Yuri, okay, so you've made a character asking not to get picked, which is a great start. Literally, no, no this... I mean, look, Yuri is re- Yuri is realistic. Yuri Yuri understands that people don't want to spend time with Yuri. Okay. It's I, understandable. Yuri don't want to spend time with Yuri. When Yuri gets up in the morning, very, very hard to look in the mirror. I need everyone to know that, like, I have been living with Yuri's, like, self-deprecation <laughs> for, like, the past week and a half. Oh, that's amazing. Yuri's having oh, a hard wow. time. Yuri's having a very hard time. Yuri is B's least favorite, so, you no, know, Yuri's, no, Yuri's been Yuri. feeling dejected. Yuri, no, no, Yuri, Yuri, you, Yuri, yes. You smell better every day. <laughs> God, I wish this was true. <laughs> All right, we move on from Yuri. You know Yuri now. Somebody else go. Oh, strong start. Yeah, I don't. I I don't want to follow that. Like <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to go, Sky, or do you, you want? I me mean, go? you spoke first there. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, okay. So you know how I just said that I created a mechanic and another character with a Russian accent. I'm going to do the other one. Um, so neither of those uh, two, you mean? Neither of those two. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with my. Uh, th- this is probably my one B choice. This this one has been growing on me as I've been percolating this in my head for the last week or so. Um, so he's gonna be based off of the moon card, which I know you'll explain a little bit later. Um, so this guy's gonna be named Crater Wayne. Um, he's gonna be a steam android beast barbarian. Mm, yes. So he's a kind of a big clunky old machine i kind of picture him kind of at the end of his life cycle uh he's probably in his late 50s this dude has some hard miles on these gears um over this pandemic i have been watching a lot of the sopranos and re-watching breaking bad so i'm kind of inspiring this guy kind of uh after that where i would like to attempt to do a new jersey accent i have not perfected yet so i will i would not like to reveal just yet other than Aww. like, well, like gabagool there you go yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect beautiful perfect. Yeah, I did beautiful. It. 
So yeah, so I picture this guy kind of uh, as like a Jesse Pinkman, maybe a Polly from The Sopranos type, kind of mixed with the Iron Giant. Yeah. Where he's super tough, uh, but he also he's like kind of a big teddy bear. Uh, and I was kind of picturing him being involved with a lot of seedy people throughout the years, like probably dealing some drugs. And he's kind of a big muscle head. Uh, so he's someone you want on your side, someone you don't want to cross. But he'll also like tuck you in at night to make sure that you're okay. Oh, very nice. What's, uh, what's, what's the Beast Barbarian flavor? So the Beast Barbarian was one that I actually hadn't heard of before. I'm trying to remember. I don't have the specifics right in front of me. But it, essentially, it's kind of a druidy barbarian where anytime you jump into a rage, yeah, you grow certain appendages that are associated with different animals that have different attacks, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, it's kind of like a morphing barbarian, which if I were to choose this, I'd like to get in and like reflavor that a little bit to fit a little bit more of this android world. Cool. What was his name again? Crater Wayne. I love I that. I love that name. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> like... Amazing uh, name. It's a... Uh, it sounds like sounds like your uncle, but it also yes. sounds like your high school bully. I uh, it sounds like a man who owns a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Mercy. I like Crater Wayne. I like Crater Wayne. The only car good enough for Crater Wayne is a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> Honestly, like going like if you asked me a week and a half ago, I had one character in mind, and I was like, oh, I'll just throw two together just for the session zero, and Crater Wayne. This character concept has been growing on me a mm -hmm. lot lately. The more you say Crater Wayne, the more excited I get. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. same. <laughs> oh, oh, B. I have some good names for my other characters as well, too. I think there might be a Sophie's Choice coming up here. Ooh, the, I'm Ooh. getting the vapors. <laughs> all right, that's me. By the way, B has, has repeatedly said that um, all of the characters' names and personalities that we don't end up using... She's gonna steal for the for the show. Yeah, so. every NPC is just gonna be y'all's rejected characters. <laughs> Amazing, really? No. Oh. <laughs> Except like, for yours, fight. guy. We're just gonna do them with yours because of that reaction. That was carte blanche for me. Oh, <laughs> nice. It just feels so shitty to like take your guys's work and not tell you and then use it against you. <laughs> So funny. All right. So I guess that leaves me for my first character option. Um, I'm very excited for this. All right. I'm going to start with the the one that first came to mind for me. Um, I've been watching a lot of TNG. So I thought of crafting this uh, this character who is a cloud android crafted after Commander Data from TNG mm. and yes. a little bit of Chidi Anagonye from The Good Place. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really relate to Chidi because I have too a uh, severe guilt complex that gives me stomach aches. So figured, might as well go from what I know. Um, <laughs> uh, the background I'm thinking for this android is cloistered scholar or haunted one. I can't make up my mind yet. Uh, class is monk. I'm figuring uh, he's going to be in kind of like a lawful good category. Uh, fluid name is Nick. And are we sharing true names or not yet? No, don't share your true name. Okay, because I got more on one. that later. More on that later. More on that later. Um, faction Spectre. Uh, and I see him as like just like truly good hearted and pure with an insane moral compass, like very spiritual, uh, devout in the ways of the collective journey, uh, and silently agonized by dissonance in the world and agony endured by many uh, and wishing to like correct all those wrongs. And maybe a little bit of like a dark hidden past. 
perhaps. Oh my god, he's like he's like the anti Mark Zuckerberg. Maybe I should change my name to that. Anti Mark Zuckerberg. Anti Zuck. Anti Zuck. Kind of like that. Sorry, Sky. Did you say what subclass you'd planned for for him? No, not yet. I chose monk, and then I'm not sure where to go from there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and can you give us that name one more, one more again? I uh, his fluid name is Nick. 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 Yeah. Okay, I, I was writing down notes, and I wrote Mick because it's a monk named oh, Nick. So. <laughs> That's funny. To our listeners, Mick is my partner's name, so <laughs> I just wanted to so name funny. it after my partner. That would be great. Can you can you just style the character after your partner as well? And just just <laughs> yeah. play Mick. I mean, this isn't that far off. <laughs> can you can you can you do like a South African accent? Not. Right. Uh, I can say like, uh, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Fair enough. South African. That's uh, that's about it. The South African accent. I don't know. Oh, Mick could probably show me more. <laughs> I don't really know even to like it. It just sounds right to me because I have no idea. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. It, it, it's kind of like like Australian with some flavor to it. Yeah. Like whenever I can't tell what an accent is, it's usually South African. <laughs> <laughs> Or Welsh. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. There is a subclass of monks guy called the Way of Mercy that might mm. fit with this really well. It yeah. kind of, like, they can, I think, like, on their extra hit per turn, they can choose to deal extra damage or heal a friend, which is yes. kind of cool. That sounds right on target, actually. But there's yes. a lot. I feel like any of them could work with this uh, mm-hmm. with this character. Yeah. Well, as I flesh it out, I think Way of Mercy is a good working subclass, and then I'll feel it out as it fleshes out. Also, a monk, just in general, is a very fun class to play. Yeah, I never have. Well, like, so, like, like you, you've you've only played in one campaign before, right? And you and you were just a, strictly a druid, right? So uh, that's the only. I did what was I before? I can't remember what I was before. You played a ranger before in our short campaign. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, that's diversifying. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've kind of had a taste of like full caster and like martial type. Mm-hmm. So what? Greep was a ranger. No, no Greep was the druid. Druid. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Stay with us here. Come on. <laughs> um, and I'll just remind everybody that B is one of our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, awesome. So. On the note of names, um, one important piece that we should discuss about the world is our naming system. Uh, So names in our world are a very sacred thing. If someone knows your true name, they have a significant ability to use it against you. Uh, Thus, everyone in the world chooses their own name upon adulthood and as many times thereafter as they wish. Their chosen names often reflect either their jobs or their affinity for one of the archetypes of the major arcana. So this is our way of allowing the players to and us to make um, silly names and uh, while keeping an important spiritual world building element behind it. Is there anything else you guys want to add about your first characters? Uh, I, I just want to say having a, a a barbarian artificer and a monk it, that already sounds like a cool party. It's already cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah it's gonna be. There's gonna be some broken fucking hearts when yeah. these yeah. babies are on the cutting oh, room goodness. floor by the end of this. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna harbor some like long-standing wounds from losing some of these. <laughs> oh man. You have one unviewed video on your pip feed. Video by Teaspoon Aquilabret.
Genre. Edutainment. Length. Under five minutes. Good morning, good morning, good morning, friends. Welcome to another teaspoon time. Now, can anyone tell teaspoon? What is a digital network and what is a dream network? Correct! The only planes of reality other than the material plane are the dream network and the digital network. Now, what makes each network special? Oh, wow, you're pretty smart. Each network connects us together, but not our bodies. It connects... That's right, our minds! In the dream network, you can learn a truth about someone. In the digital network, you can leave a truth. In other words, slightly modify someone's memory per the DM's discretion. Everyone is able to access their respective network once a week. Typically, you roll a 1D100 to determine the result. However, if you know someone's true name, or they know yours, the die becomes a 1D6. Which is why... Sing it with me, children. We never tell a true friend our true names. Don't forget to tune in next week to find out what color is a hug. <laughs> that was a fucked up door in the explorer. so good. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Wait, so that's the first time that I've heard that, too. Mm -hmm. Sorry, so like once a week someone like you can change someone's memories is that like implant a truth into someone's memory i see but that's dependent on like a specifically good roll of a d100 yeah exactly yeah huge e there what's the percentage there of being able to do that or is it kind of like divine intervention where it's based on our level it's one of those mysteries of life <laughs> so the idea is that you yeah if you know if actually you can do this regardless so once a week you can either access the digital network if you're an android or the dream network if you're a human. Um, and you roll a D100 to either leave or learn a truth, depending on which network you're accessing. Um, I'll tell you that the percentage of being successful there is you have to roll a 95 or higher in both of them. Mm -hmm. However, there's a lot of other results. Um, if you roll high, there's like some benefits like you have better chances on skill checks the next day. Um, you might get some like extra HP, um, like that kind of stuff. Uh, there's also some negative consequences. So it is a pretty big gamble. However, if you know someone's true name, um, it becomes significantly easier to become successful. Very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. That's a, that's a great mechanic. Thanks. Do not tell people your true names lest uh, they learn something about you. Also, um, actually, no, I'm going to keep that a secret. <laughs> There's one particularly bad roll on the on the tables that uh, if you roll it, you'll find out. Dead. It'll be a tasty treat. <laughs> Our yeah, true names no. just broadcast everywhere. T TPK, <laughs> immediate TPK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the podcast stops. <laughs> <laughs> just like cut off dead air. Yeah, yeah, that's right. With like a phone dial tone somehow. Oh, yeah. That's so scary. I know. I'm sorry. But that's that's what's going to happen. There's nothing I can do about it. So don't roll it. Don't roll it. And don't tell anyone your true name. Yeah. So that's uh, some insight for you guys also into the dream and digital networks. Sweet. Very cool. Um, yeah. So that will bring us to our second round of characters. So who would like to start their next one? Okay, I'll go first this time. All right. So... Okay, this one I have four names for. 
and I'm <laughs> having a real hard time narrowing it down. Okay. Well, first of all, myself and Jay, we watched like many other people in the world over the pandemic. We watched uh, The Queen's Gambit in about, I don't know, about three days. And we have since become stupidly obsessed with chess. <laughs> so I have made a wild magic sorcerer. That's a Gears android um, who is based off of a mix between like Beth Harmon and Magnus Carlsen, who's kind of like the bad boy in chess at the moment. Um, in real life? <laughs> in real life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's he's like, I think I think he's Danish, but he's a, he's a big hotshot in the chess world right now. And he's like made chess cool recently, too. Like he streams on Twitch. Which I don't know, like when, when when I think of professional chess players, I think of like kind of crabby old dudes in stuffy rooms uh, in like Eastern Europe. But yeah, I know the kids love Twitch. Cool. They do love Twitch. <laughs> That's what I've heard. So, OK, so I have four potential names for this guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with some of these. Uh, so the first one I have is Marv Alas. Oh, uh, uh, Machiavelli. <laughs> mm. uh, Knight E4. Mm. And read ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> gold. All of those are gold. Yeah, just put them all together. I need every one of those names. I don't know which I like best of those. I, I, uh. I think I think Marvelous is my favorite. Of those. I was going to say, I, I'm yes. with you, Sean. I like I love them all. But but Marv is is, I think, my front runner. For that. What's the yeah. night one again? Uh, Knight E4. Uh, I I, uh, I kind of like that one too. I it's like between that, one a that lot. and Marvelous. Yeah, same. <laughs> so uh, my kind of idea for this was so this this was my Russian character. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be Russian. I also have in my notes that like I could play this like super kind of rich kid upper class like ho 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 like very. <laughs> but, so like but I, I still want to play a nice character. Though, right like that's kind of a theme that i like to carry through D. my shtick with this was i was thinking that so this kid is pretty high up in the rankings in the world but he's also kind of known to throw some games for money once in a while like oh. he's not he's he's not opposed Ooh, to taking like a bribe that. once in a while Whoa. so like so he's kind of this like he can he can met like he can fit into any part of society. He can like he's kind of like a chameleon. You can like with the seedy people making the bets. He can go and like smoke some cigarettes with them, and then he'll go and have some chardonnay with some rich fucks across town an hour later. I absolutely like, love this. This is great. That he's like he's like the underground boxing champion of chess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Would his record be perfect if he didn't intentionally lose sometimes? Ooh. Oh. Oh, for sure. This like when when he's trying, this guy has a rating above twenty eight hundred. I know what that means for sure. Yeah, same. Yes. Um, but let me ask you this: Does it eat him up inside? <laughs> like it probably doesn't feel good to lose, but it also feels good to have some money. Oh God, that's so good. That's so good. I love him. <laughs> Yeah, I love this character too. The more we've talked about it, Sean, I know this is like your second, third round pick, right? Well, it is, but like I, I think this is the first time that I've like consistently talked about this character for more than a minute, <laughs> and I don't know, it kind of sounds fun. And you know what? Like I played a wild magic sorcerer in like the very first campaign of D anD D that I that I ever did, like five years ago, and it only lasted three sessions. And I've wanted to play one ever since because it was just so much fun, and I didn't really get a true shake at this one. I love him. Very cool. I just love. Very cool. I love the flavor of an android 
like a computer playing chess. Like it's just so perfect to me. It's Marv. Yeah. Alice. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> um, well, I can go next if that Please. works. Uh, all right. So I have for my second option uh, a human of fleet build. Um, and I kind of wanted to craft this person after uh, Audrey Ramirez from Atlantis. I love Audrey from Atlantis. Yeah, she rocks. I, I wrote uh, down in my prompts, there's a quote, there's two for flinching, like the punches yes. that she gets. I thought it was so cool. Uh, I also wanted to throw maybe a little bit of Nadia Volvokov from Russian Doll in there. <gasps> she's oh. so tough. So cool. Oh, whoa. Cool. Um, so she's like... Uh, background is mechanic or secret identity. I'm not quite sure. Um, my idea with her is to, she's she's tough and charismatic, maybe a little bit introverted, um, like a very, very early aptitude for mechanical engines, a super hard worker, um, and adores analog machinery. So uh, she's from the faction analog uh, and like her peers and society is very like harvest agriculturally or oriented. Um, so she like builds new machines in her spare time. Um, but there's also this like element to her that adores the natural world, like maybe is a person that like animalizes nature and sees everything as like beings in and of themselves. And then there's this also this magical element where maybe she has the secreted or suppressed very powerful magic. Uh, but due to the background of like hard harvest focused work, um, it, wasn't really the forefront. Like maybe I was thinking she went through like an undertaking as a toddler. I'm not exactly sure if I have that correct, but like I kind of want to have this like suppressed magical element. Um, so I have down uh, that she would be a druid, circle of the shepherd, cool. uh, and aligned neutral good. And her name is Wish Upon a or Wish. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, and she uh, does not align with other analogs in her fascination around the unlocking she keeps this a secret among her analog peers oh wow very cool yeah. very exciting uh let me ask you this yeah is she single <laughs> <laughs> you know it <laughs> oh wow i also could see that with uh artificer oh Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah true that's very true but i think it could work with either mm-hmm yeah, I like Artificer. That's cool. Yes, why not? Just be Artificer. Everybody be Artificer <laughs> like Yuri. No big deal. Oops, all Artificers. Oops. All Oops. Artificers. Oops, I was all so Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, so self-deprecating. <laughs> so, so one thing I've noticed about your, your two characters is you've already aligned yourself with one of these factions already. Yeah, um, I don't know if I should have done that. Well, no, I like... Well, that's up for DMs to decide, but that's just, that's very funny. Like I took a, such a different approach for all of mine where it's like, I don't want to be in any of these factions. I want to be associated with them, but I ain't paying any of the dues for it. That's <laughs> right. legit. That's the, that's the line you draw is union dues. <laughs> Freaking lifelong like chess scab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there are dues should you choose to be an active part of a faction. Yeah, yeah but right. it's totally up up to you like you can be aligned you can be unaligned mm -hmm. cool that's cool that's great i love that it's everything i could wish for oh my god oh, oh, oh no <laughs> <laughs> uh. rule threes i have to do one more bad name pun before it's out so just bear with me <laughs> thank you all, all right. right you 
you want. Okay, so my second character, my second character is the wizard. Um, the and I I wanted him to be a blade song wizard. And Jay, you have probably seen um uh like a version of a mock up of what a character sheet for him might look like. He's the wizard with the like absurdly high AC. Between the combination of being a weatherproof human and the possibility of being a blade song wizard. And thematically, that's because he is very deeply afraid of any sort of physical injury. And so I like the idea that he's hard to hit because he's doing literally everything he can to not be hurt. Um, and uh, uh, sorry, I should have. Uh, his name is uh, his Antibold. Antibold. Oh. Sir Mountigar. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, sorry. I, what's what's the pun in there? I know that's something hilarious, but I'm stupid. Anti-bold. Yeah, well he's oh. he's not he's very afraid that so he's anti-bold. Um but his last name, well his last name, golly, it's just his last name, you may you may have heard of it because it's a rather famous name, you know. His family, Antibold, my family is uh, rather famous for being adventurers and, and, you know, brave folk, heroic deeds and all that. And, and, you know, not really my cup of tea. I'm a little bit of a black sheep in the family, you know, but I'm not sure that matters these days because all the family is all dead. And I'm the last of the surmountigars. And, you know, I know that you're thinking, well, of course, Antibode, they're all adventurers and whatnot, risky profession, you know, but... Really, none of my family has ever died in the course of enacting their heroic deeds. No, no, no. It's always been the most bizarre, <laughs> mundane thing that would fell a family member of mine. And, you know, I've spent my whole life researching and trying to find out just what could be causing this. I refuse to believe it's just simple luck. And uh, so, yes, I've... I've uh, I've gathered information from all corners of the continent and, well, I mean, not myself, of course. I've had people do that for me because, well, I, I would rather not leave the house if possible. It's dangerous out there, you know. I mean, so I'm, perhaps when I was a younger man, you know, like a, 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 a stronger, more flexible, lither man, I would have gone out and into the world and done my own legwork and research. But, oh, you know, one gets older and one finds that all one wants to do is sit at home with a good book and stay out of it all, right? But, uh, so I've, I've, I've paid folk, you know, as you do, I've paid folk to go and do the legwork for me, and I find myself in rather a bit of a financial spot as a result. I, uh, you know, I've sold all of my family's heirlooms and whatnot to finance these expeditions, and so, uh, if anyone on the call has got a little money for rent, I'd appreciate it. Oh, no. I, uh, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to stay in the apartment. The, the landlord's become a bit of a pill. Um, but, uh, yes, the last thing I have from my family is my, is my sister's rapier. She was a duelist, you know, best around for miles. And, you know, one day she was, she, she'd, uh, she just, just defeated her opponent, of course, naturally, as she always did. And like she'd done a thousand times before, you know, she raised her sword into the sky in victory. And would you believe, out of a clear blue sky, bolt of lightning strikes the sword, kills her dead. <laughs> 
It's the last thing I have of my family now, and I refuse to give it up. And, uh, but, uh, unfortunately, that, that leaves me with a bit of a bit, uh, bit out of pocket, you know. And so I, I'm afraid I'm, I might need to venture out of my home, not by choice, but by force. And it's very scary, you know, going outside and having experiences. <laughs> well, it's, it's a young man's game. <laughs> <laughs> all okay, right, wait. that's enough of that. Can I uh, can I just ask about the backstory? So the backstory is that all of your family members are killed mundanely? Absolutely, <laughs> completely, completely mundanely. They've all been incredibly heroic and brave people that have been taken down by the stupidest shit. Oh and, my god. And so that's 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 his whole thing. And so as a result, he has developed this absolute phobia of any sort of physical because if there's one thing my research has taught me, it's that Literally anything can and will kill you. Wow. <laughs> it, it's kind of like if Nigel Thornbury was in a Tarantino yes. movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And also, the, uh, the 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 sword that he has, this this rapier, which of course would be the basis for his like blade song wizardry. Um, this is his sister's rapier, but of course him being very cautious and very safety focused, he keeps it corked the whole time. Like he never, <laughs> he doesn't take the cork off of it, so he can't accidentally stab himself. I can't believe that you've crafted a character around trying to justify having high AC. <laughs> it's like as good a starting point as any. Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, so that was a fully fleshed out character. You, you seem comfortable in that one, like you've been playing it for 100 sessions already. <laughs> I, I honestly, I still like there I at every sort of, you know, there's there's been different points where I felt like, okay, like Yuri's the guy, Antibold's the guy, you know, uh, the the druids. I so I yeah, I honestly don't know. I mean, I'm I feel like I could get comfortable with any of them. Uh, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I will say that his voice is like it's it's somewhat um, I it's it's the most challenging of all the voices uh, in terms of like uh, being able to keep it consistent and and accurate. Uh, but uh, that's not that's not a deal breaker for me. It's still fun. Amazing. So cool. Broken hearts. Was that everybody? I think so. I think that was one, two, three. Yep. Yeah. Oh. For the second round. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. So just uh, our last piece of information that we're going to drop about the world here is that uh, like 5th edition, like regular 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, um, our world has a large number of deities for worship and spirituality purposes, Um, important dates, people's names, and even the calendar is based around it. Uh, However, our pantheon is not a typical D&D selection. We've instead decided to use the major arcana from the tarot cards as our gods. Um, So from the fool to the world, the lovers, the devil, judgment, and the empress, we're using all the major arcana to represent our deities, and we often refer to the different deities as archetypes. So that brings us to our final round of characters. Well, I haven't gone first yet, so I guess c'est moi. Please. (laughs) All right. Enchant me. Um, So, all right, all right. (laughs) I got this idea for this elegant scrapper character that I modeled after... Megara from Hercules, oh, but God. also like yeah, Madeline. Yeah, stop talking. We're all that's, 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 that's the choice. That's it. But there's also a little bit of uh, Madeline Madrigal, the main villain from Dread, like the Judge Dread 2012 movie. Who's just like cool. Yes, yes. Oh, freaking, I like, like that movie. Badass that, yeah, and gross. Uh, what's her name? Lena Headey, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, but definitely the Meg vibe. Like the def- like the vibe of like, well, you know how men are. They think no means yes, and get lost means take me. I'm yours. Oh that my god! So good. Oh my god! <laughs> is that going to be the voice? Because I really yeah. enjoyed that. Oh yeah! Like really, uh, 
I don't want to say sexually charged, but that's all I got. Charged. <laughs> charged. Charged. Yeah. charged um, like a Jeep Wrangler. Exactly. <laughs> I knew there was a Jeep pull in there. <laughs> there always is. Um, so she's uh, combined a modded human. Um, mm. Oh, cool. Which is cool. I was thinking about, there was this graphic novel that I read. It's like watercolor graphic novel called Descender. And there's this one character who is a modded human and her name was Queen Between and was so cool. So I kind of want to like draw from that. However, this character's name is Riot. Uh, Um, That's a wicked name. Yeah. And she is, so background, she's an influencer slash faction agent where she's like completely badass and uncompromising. Um, she's a rogue influencer who negates all rules and has created an unflinching, grotesquely sexy online presence over the years, uh, whose reach extends across the entire continent. Uh, and she uses chaos as a social media tool. Um, and she waves her illegal contraband production and illegal trade, like a flag on her socials yet has somehow never been caught. Um, many assume she's regularly hired by Royals and is often seen at their events. Um, I did have one question for the DMs. Is Mm. there any kind of drug presence in this world? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Cool, because I feel like this character would have, uh, you know, fingers in the pie, as it were. (laughs) Yeah, just as long as it's rated G. Yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) G-rated drugs. Yeah. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, but yeah, she would be a rogue. Um, I really am having a hard time with choosing subclass for this one. I have like arcane trickster, assassin, phantom, or swashbuckler, and I'm really uncertain. Oh. Arcane trickster is sounds super fun, but yeah, uh, totally. I feel I, like yeah. any of them, like, I, and I've been like going through the rolodex in my brain of all of the rogue subclasses, and like mm-hmm. I could, I could see any single one of them with that. Yeah, yeah, there is no wrong answer to that, to be honest. Yeah, totally. I think also I'm going to see like how the different characters all meld together and what might be the best option for, sure. for compliment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my character. That's wicked. So, so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Jeep yeah. Jeep, <laughs> Jeep yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Okay, I'm uh, going next. I'm going next. I don't want to go after Peter. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, as, as I, I actually I have this in my notes for like so the first character that I presented, um, like the Breaking Bad Jesse Pinkman one. I do have him in my notes that I was singing a drug called Rat, and I really want that to be oh. a canon name for a drug because I just think that's very fun. <laughs> that's You're just really manifesting good. that. Yes. <laughs> Fucking say no more. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um. Okay. My last character. Uh, so this was the first character concept that I came up with when we started talking about this campaign. Um, throughout uh, my five years of playing D&D and dozens of characters, um, I have never played the simplest build in D&D and I've always wanted to. So I've created a human fighter uh, and I've been basing this character off of WWE superstars. Oh, so, yes. so. I want him to be a former professional wrestler where his stage persona was super kind of uh, uh, car jockey a little bit. So like like his <laughs> stage name would be like Axel Rod or something like that. And he's like yeah. a mechanic in the ring and he like he, he, he like made all of his own weapons like he had like a, a hammer made out of made of like an axle rod and like a wheel. And he would like hit his opponents over the head with that. Um, this kind of like a. Big, like a bigger than life personality 
um, super charismatic, but I think he's had some sort of falling out with the business and has since turned his in-ring persona into a real hobby. So now he's kind of transitioned into a mechanic role where he does like, I don't know, he kind of does some under the table kind of shady shit for some of the seedier people in in the town. And oh, and his name is Victor Oray. <laughs> Victor Oray. I love it. Oh my god. Have you picked a subclass of fighter? Um I think Battlemaster makes the most sense if I'm doing a wrestler just because right. of all the maneuvers that you can learn. Beautiful. That's so tasty. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is he a face or a heel or was he? I'm not sure I know what you mean by that. I like is that a wrestling term? Yeah, yeah, like uh like uh you know the one the audience is intended to root for. I'm I would love if I just got these oh. terms completely wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to finding out that I'm using the wrong terms, but as I understand it, uh the face is the like yeah, woo, John Cena, do, do, well, do, do. and then the heel is like, boo, no, and they Randy come out Orton, like, boo, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I definitely think he was a good guy. Like in my notes, so like, uh, I've inspired this after a few people. Like, I have John Cena uh, written down. I also have CM <laughs> Punk, who was a big fan favorite, but he's kind of like a bad boy fan favorite uh, nice. about six or seven years ago. And I also have Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Uh, written down as an inspiration for this character. 316. Um, yeah. Austin 316. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure how familiar everyone is with is with wrestling, but literally none at all from me. But, <laughs> but I'm sure everyone has seen an image of this like muscled out bald dude just chugging a Coors Light in the ring <laughs> while the entire crowd is like cheering him on. That's that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he's just like a big crowd favorite. Sick. that's pretty tasty that's good i remember like every kid in my like grade five class every like all of the boys had stone cold steve austin shirts i feel like all of them whoa for sure whoa it was like a really well, sounds culty yeah <laughs> like like i'm i don't know speaking from experience like being a small town kid growing up like when i was like between ages six and ten like all of my friends would come over to my basement and we'd watch uh thursday night smackdown and then like pretend to be our favorite wrestlers and wrestle each other in the in the basement and like like genuinely hurt each other after a while because it always turned <laughs> violent but like it was always a great time did you ever do that thing where like you hit someone too hard and then you had to let them hit you otherwise oh, all the time <laughs> oh good all the time <laughs> i remember that that like panicked moment where it's like they're way they're hurt and that you know that they're gonna tell an adult and and you're like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Here, you can hit me. It's gonna be totally fine. You can just hit me really hard, as hard as you want. No, it's totally, we don't need to tell anybody. <laughs> oh, I wasn't a hitter. I never had this uh, experience. I just did tell an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were that person. I was. Uh, Oh my God! I, Sean, you say that, and every every time I, I hear that phrase, I'm reminded of uh, back when I I used to deal poker at a casino, and what? there was the most douchey dude who thought he was. He definitely thought he was a tough guy. Maybe he was like low level connected or something like that. It was Vancouver, and um, he uh, he had this forearm tattoo. That was it was aligned. The, all, all the text was aligned so that when he he'd roll up his sleeve and put his forearm on the side of the table and it read 
snitches end up in ditches for being punk ass bitches. And whenever this guy came, he would roll up his sleeve and put his arm on the table like it was supposed to scare somebody. My hero. Wow. Oh, I love that. Oh. See, okay, that's the personality I want to exude with this with this character, but just like nicer, you know. Snitches snitches get a stern talking to and a slap on the wrist. Snitches end up with no friends and no Jeep Wrangler. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry, and I I feel like this is an important part of character creation. Um, I want to do a Scottish accent with this guy. Oh. Oh, are you ready to test it out for us? Come on. Donkey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go straight and to Shrek. And the entire nation of Scotland. Yeah. Scotland entire... just sprayed coffee all over the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, As a nation, they've boycotted Planet Arcana before it ever released. Well, I was saying this to Jay before we like we hopped onto this. Like my my real exposure to the Scotch accent is unfortunately like Austin <laughs> no. Powers. And then, like, my childhood neighbor's dad, uh, Alan, shout out to him, uh, who, I, who I couldn't I couldn't understand until I was, like, 12 years old because he has such a big, thick Scottish accent. But, shout out to you, Alan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that last name is probably a good place to test out the Jeep horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so, like. So the, so the Scottish accent is just something that I've wanted to learn how to do for a while. Like I've run a few campaigns now where I've done an Irish accent and I feel pretty confident doing that. You're good at that. The, Sco- the Scottish one has eluded me for a little bit. Um, but it's tough. If I were to choose this, I would practice day and night just to get it down. Amazing. Can you film yourself so that we can get a montage for like a Patreon stretch goal, we can just have oh a montage God. of yes. you learning the Scottish accent, and we'll set it to some like '80s workout music. Yes, <laughs> like it's like like day one. I don't remember eating corn. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> no. Day eight, it's perfect. You know, like, just skip ahead a little bit. <laughs> oh oh wow. God! Get out of my ring! <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! Victor O'Reilly. Yeah. Victor O'Reilly. Victor O'Reilly. Love it. Absolutely love it. Although I love all of them, Sean. Like, I know that that's been, like, your your baby for a little while, but I got to tell you, I, I think they're all, all equal candidates. Agree. That's well, not helpful, Peter. Yeah. I know, I know. What's what's your last one, Peter? Okay, so my last one, like I said, is, like, the same character uh, class um, and the same um, lineage, but um, I've got two kind of options for the the actual like personality though the more i think about it the more i think that only one is viable but we'll start with um uh so uh, both of them would be um gears androids uh just because i think the gears android uh that the dms built is so fucking cool it's so um, cool. it's so cool right so um i want to be a gears android um they the both flavors of this would be um circle of stars druid um, and, uh, the, the like circle of stars druid abilities to like wild shape into, into like constellations and stuff. I, th- they've got, you know, it's like, there's an archer, a dragon, a chalice, but I think that like, it would be fun to, uh, flavor them more after the arcana and, and, you know, maybe, oh. you know, some canon constellations mm. in this sky. 
Um, so, uh, so that would be something that, that's, uh, that we could, we could think about. Um, but, uh, okay. So the first version of this, um, is, um, is Celestine Wanderoff. Whoa. Celestine Wanderoff. Celestine Wanderoff is my name and it is what I did. Oh, I, oh my God. I was, <laughs> I was driving my Jeep Wrangler when I was <laughs> on my way on my uh, on my creation journey uh, round to all the creation points, and just before I reached the final creation point, well, something went wrong, and uh, I just veered off and wandered off into the wilds, and it was days before I realized that I was well and truly lost. But by that time, I had no had uh, I was running low on energy, and I had uh, had no internal compass to guide me with, so I had to uh, had to navigate by the stars. And uh, oh. and I trusted the stars, and they led me back to civilization. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. just before I just before I shut down from lack of energy, I found myself at a, at a nice small little farmhouse owned by a human couple, mom, pa, or nice folk, analog types, but open-minded. And uh, they took me in, and and they helped me get back on my feet. And I worked on their farm for them, and they uh, they helped fill in some of the blanks for me left by the missing creation point. And and uh, you know, well, they they raised me such as it is, and uh, and now you know, now I'm ready to re-enter society and hopefully hopefully finish my creation journey and find out my true name. But uh, Mom and Paul, they sure did teach me a, a lot. And I'd like to think I taught them a little something, too, about, about <laughs> androids and who we are. And at the very least, by the time I was ready to go, Ma had stopped trying to fix me up with the tractor, which I do suppose is progress. <laughs> Peter. Oh, my God. It's so sultry. That was that scrumptious. Was... I'm sorry to use that word, but it was. <laughs> that was Celestine. <laughs> so Celestine, the thing about Celestine is that he is um because he's missing like the the 11 creation points that an android goes to to sort of like become a mature android, because he somehow didn't make it to the last one, he has gaps he's like there there are parts of him that aren't quite fully formed and so i like the idea that he is quite simple and naive and willing to take people at their word that that's i would i would be working with the dms to sort of figure out um you know like what else he's he's missing but that i think that kind of innocence and naivete and just sort of like trusting nature because of course his exposure to people is largely ma and pa you know <laughs> and uh, and just just uh, sitting out in the on the back porch in the night with ma sharing a big fatty and Gazing up at the stars. <laughs> oh, you got a cool mom. <laughs> oh, m- well, of course, mom and pa, they were known around the area for raising the best pigs and making the best jam and growing the dankest bud. And, uh, <laughs> I can smell the hay and moonshine. Wow. <sighs> yeah. I could hear you talk like that forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that that is um in probably like pretty stark contrast to the other version of <laughs> the of the Gears Android, <laughs> the uh circle of stars druid that I have. And one of my concerns about this is that the voice I think is maybe more of a like NPC that pops in and out type of voice rather than a voice that you can listen to for a whole campaign. (laughs) And if I'm honest, I'm not sure that I can do the voice. Like I'm not sure it's healthy to do it for the whole campaign, but this version of the, of the circle of stars, Druid, 
So she's a a middle-aged android, but that means like 29. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, and she is a um, she has for most of her life been a waitress um, at a diner. And uh, um, she is uh, her her design is such that her midsection is um, it's got like clear plexiglass and it inside she has like a, a, a rotating like pie display case where she has <laughs> oh, slices yeah. of pie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> her name is. Uh, and and so she is. Um, so she's a she's a, a like I said, circle of stars druid. But she's um, her connection to the stars is very much um, uh, astrology. She's very you know much into the horoscopes and things like that. Um, and uh, and she um, she fancies herself something of a something of a therapist. Um, uh, her name is uh, Estelle. Me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck right on in. Fuck right on in. <laughs> I love it, but fuck off. <laughs> and Estelle's voice is something like this. Estelle, yeah. Estelle, you know, I definitely sound like I've been smoking a pack of cigarettes every day since I was created, but I assure you this is just my natural voice. I wouldn't do anything to harm my body, except for pie. Everybody needs a little pie. But you know... <laughs> There's no I, way you can do that for a whole campaign. I think you're probably right. And I don't think, if I'm honest, I don't think you can all listen to it for a whole campaign. No, but I it sure is funny. I could, I could. For the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, no, that's it's, Sacrifice. It's great. Could, so you make Estelle, like a, could you make like a guest spot? Estelle used to, she, uh, I uh, I used to uh, I used to serve pie at the diner, and everybody, uh, all of my regulars would come in. They sit at the counter. They say, "What's on the menu, Estelle? Come have a chat with me." And you know, I they come for the pie, but they stay for the conversation, of course. And uh, <laughs> and you know, they would sit there and they would tell me their problems, and maybe I'd read them their horoscope and whatnot, and they would feel a lot better. They say, "Estelle, thank you so much. I don't know what I'd do without you." And you know, eventually, uh, you, they. Uh, the the one of my regulars said, "Hey Estelle, I would pay you just for this. Maybe you should strike out on your own." And so you know, I consulted my chart, and it seemed like the right time. And I picked, I, I <laughs> you know, I left my career as a waitress. I'd have been in it for basically my whole life, and uh, and I struck off to be uh to 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 be an astrologist therapist pie vendor you know because I mean, <laughs> everything's better with a little pie you gotta hear some hard vice and you know some bad news from the stars well have a little pie it'll make it all better do you have apple or cherry in there oh oh my oh honey i've got i've got apple i've got cherry if you reach right into the back there's another slice of lemon meringue i've saved it just for you i sean i know it's your favorite i know it's your favorite i kept a slice aside you know what while you just don't be shy get in there Take two for yourself because, you know, if they're not eaten by the end of the day, I'm just going to throw them out. (laughs) God damn it. I have four favorite characters of yours, Peter. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. I I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm not using any one of these characters. Oh goodness! Oh, wow. All right. Well, that's the okay. I I I think that like at the end of the day, you know, uh, we got to figure out like what the party composition is going to look like because uh, if if you know if we've got um, a fighter who has absolutely no heals, then I think like well, practically two of us need need heals in a three person party, and unless I don't think anybody wants to be a cleric, so and without a cleric, I think we need two of us to have like some ability to heal. Well, you know what. 
No, screw that. I think I think everyone should play their favorite character. Like if there's if there's no one that can heal, eh, TBK. we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's no one that can heal, it really increases the chance that we'll get to play other characters too. <laughs> that's true. That's um, true. Do you want to know what your starting adventure is? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that would that would probably help inform what decisions would be made. Adventure me. Adventure. Tell him, Jay. Oh, I was just going to say, B, take it away. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have all been hired to participate in a heist taking place <gasps> at the Riscotech Casino in Troponio Vega. Hot damn. Okay. 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 All right. So we're we're starting off o- Ocean's Eleven, hmm. and we're also we're also starting off level one. So <laughs> this is this is level one characters attempting a heist. I don't see what could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep, nothing's gonna go wrong. No, 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 no. Why would you say that, Frig? Okay, all right. I, I don't suppose you want to tell us anything else. I mean, want? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you guys got to decide what your party makeup is before, mm-hmm. before we go to the, before we go but, to Riscotech. Okay. Yeah. So, and sorry, I, I guess another thing to think about would be, and like, y'all don't need to answer this right now at all, but like a reason that your characters would end up accepting a heist job. This is, mm-hmm. um, just, just so you know, heists aren't legal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 sorry. I need to get a pencil. Yeah. Not <laughs> legal. That's the opposite of allowed. Well, I have one character that's very clearly down for a heist job, um, but I'm down for whatever the makeup is. Well, uh, Sky, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to tell you which one to pick, but your, uh, but your riot character is so good. <laughs> that's what I'm leaning towards, anyway. So, can can, can okay. you can, can you give us that voice one more time? Oh yeah, with that same quote. Give me a like, give me a like, people do crazy things when they're in love. Oh my God. Okay. Some people do crazy things when they're in love. Oh my God. (gasps) Oh my God. Oh my God. God. I'm like fanning my vapors away and they're not going anywhere. (laughs) Sick. My vapors. My vapors. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't want to tell you which one to pick, but that one's my favorite of yours. I mean, it is the most logical pick at this point. Given the nature of the adventure. Hey, honey, also, can you teach me how fun. to do that with your voice? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You oh. did it. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's basically the same. Right? Yeah, what was the line? line? Feed, feed me the line again. Uh, okay. Um, people will do anything when they're in love. Oh, people will do anything when they're in love. <laughs> <laughs> My vapors. <laughs> Oof. Oh wow! I I could My... jeep jeep that voice all day. Long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really jeeped me. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. All right. Okay. So I I like this idea of starting from. We've got let's 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 uh, assume that you know for the moment Riot the Rogue uh, is uh, is in the party. Uh, what? Who do you? What's your what's your top pick for yourself, Sean? Oh God. Um, it honestly changes every time I look at this list again. Like uh, a couple days ago, my fighter was my 100%. I'm not changing my mind pick. And then all today, like this, uh, barbarian steam Android is like, no, I'm like, I'm doing that instead of the fighter. 
And then like my sorcerer chess player was just like an afterthought I threw together last minute. And then like talking to all of you about it, I've kind of learned to love that one as well. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I need help. I need someone to make a decision for me. Mm. I'm just sitting here sweating, trying not to show my hand. Me too. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> well, I mean, I like, me, I don't know. I, I want the DM's input. I don't know about yeah. Sean and Sky, but like, well, I want to hear what y'all have to say. The thing is too, is like, we've had, like, we, we knew all of your characters going into this and we've had, t- we've also like talked to each other about which our favorites are, but like, I really want to hear your guys' conclusions before we before we show our hand because we've had ones picked out for you since before this session yeah look prime directive okay that's that's our thing <laughs> yeah no interference oh i don't know i mean like i've been wanting to play a wizard for a while um antibold is fun um uh i i think that antibold's particular story could work fairly well in any campaign though so it's like if i don't play antibold in this campaign i can kind of transplant him into a fantasy setting or whatever he's not done um but i think like um the obviously the you know the androids and and the uh and and like that those particular storylines are very much this world and i think yuri's story um you know fits very much into this world including stuff about yuri that you guys don't know Mm. um so yeah i don't know i i uh like it's again, it's really hard for me to I, I will say that, like, personally, I'm I'm leaning toward not being Estelle just because I, I it does. After doing it a bunch this morning, I kind of walked away feeling like a bit raw throated and I'm not uh, sure that course. I can keep it up for a campaign. I had my coffee coffee delivered to me by Estelle this morning. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I of mean, course, Estelle delivered your coffee. Who's better at delivering coffee than Estelle? I know exactly how to keep it at the right temperature. I know how nobody. to keep, I know how to get to you before your cup's empty. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, there is something about your first circle of stars, Druid, that like naivete that would make sense for them to be like ending up. In a heist job, I, yeah. I I would agree. I I do think that like um that that Celestine, you know, being kind of, you know, not very worldly at all. Because again, uh, and I, I don't think I made this clear, but Celestine's like three, right? He's, he is <laughs> oh. young because he just recently, you know, would have completed his his like creation journey had he completed it. Um, and then he so but he, he stayed on the farm for a little bit. But yeah, he is he's he's young. He's he's not quite all there in some ways and he's been raised by country folk uh uh, so yeah i think that he could be um i think that he he would probably feel like uh you know like stealing's not right unless you give me a proper reason that i should partake in something like that (laughs) if you can justify it for me or maybe you just don't even tell me i'm stealing then i suppose i could go along with whatever provided i trust you mama taught me not to steal unless you get paid for it (laughs) Uh, yeah, so I don't know, um, and and I I think that like I I I hear what you're saying, Sean, about like play whoever, uh, but I I do think that there's some sort of you know um, some consideration for having a certain amount of heels in the party, um, Fair just enough. for the sake of right, because it's like if we're gonna get invested in these characters, I I I don't actually want them to die in the first three episodes because no one has cure <laughs> That's wounds. <true. laughs> That's fair. Look, well, if it okay. happens, it happens. Don't worry about it. <laughs> If it's written in the stars, then that's the way it goes, honey. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I love her. Well, say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) 
God damn it. Oh my God. So, okay. Uh, well, I, I think, I think before we get too far ahead, like I, I sky mm-hmm. are, is there, are, are your, are your other two characters calling to you as well too? Like, is there anyone that, um, uh, it's, it's funny. Like the, my initial favorite was option two, but now it's my least favorite, I think. Um, and you know, I love the, like the cloud Android that's in the data zone, but I don't think he would end up in this situation. I don't think I could, I could foresee him ending up accepting a heist job. Keep in mind that you could work with us to come up with like a compelling secret backstory reason Mm. that, that like would compel you to do this. And it might be like coercion or maybe there's a really good, like um, good person outcome from doing it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We can work it. We can finagle. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like we are starting in a heist, but you, but then you'll move on to other stuff. So you just have to have a reason to have to take a job early on in your adventuring career, which like, even if you're like, even if you're playing like a good guy, like everyone makes mistakes and everyone needs money at some point. You know what I mean? So like, there's definitely reasons. Golly, yes. Yeah, some of us need more money than others and more quickly. <laughs> The whole cast. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's all we'll say. Look, I mean, I, I personally think Sky would be an absolute tragedy if we lost access to Riot's voice. So yeah, I, I am my, my really vote down. Is, is Riot right now. Yeah. No, I'm I'm honestly very down for that pick. Rogues okay. are a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Hell yeah. H- having, having played a rogue for 60 plus sessions in our other campaign, um, they are... Damage machines as you get higher up in levels too. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think I want to explore this character more. Okay. That's cool. We have so a rogue. So okay, cards on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, what what you were saying, Peter, about how how you like some of these character builds, but they can work in other campaigns as well too. Like these aren't essentially just like one off characters for this setting. I think that's something. I think that's something to be said as well too. Where like. I'm not going to lose these characters if I don't pick them. Um, and all day, my favorite has been my Steam Android Barbarian. Crater oh, Wayne. so cool. So cool. Oh, goodness. What's the name again? Crater Wayne. Crater right. Wayne is my favorite. How can I forget Crater Wayne? <laughs> I didn't want to sway, but that is my favorite. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And like, uh, so were you saying that uh, Celestine was like three years old? Was that was that, that character that was young? Yes, I'm. Um, Three years old. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, really, I could if it's me. if you're if you're playing that character and I'm playing Crater, I specifically made Crater like near the end of his life cycle. So there, this oh, could be a oh. fun little, little little daddy son moment between you and I. <laughs> well, I mean, I I never did meet my maker, so I, I suppose I am looking for a father figure. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my god! Oh, a heart. No. And uh, Sky, you were saying that Riot uh, kind of dabbles in the drug industry as well. Correct. Where, so I made this character after after Jesse Pinkman, a drug dealer. Yes. I, uh, I, I don't, you know what? And I, I of course, have experienced farming marijuana. <laughs> oh my God. It writes itself. <laughs> but you're right, Sean. There is something there for sure. Yeah. 
yeah i okay i don't i don't want to put a final stamp on it but i'm gonna say that sounds like a good party Uh, all right so so then the 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 beast flavor uh barbarian what's the what's the deal there there there's no i'm i'm expecting there's no like healing anything like that right it's it is it's a barbarian with some fun stuff but it's not um like it's it's attack it's not support exactly yes they're tanks all right for sure okay well then i think that does that definitely counts antibold out um, because it, as a wizard, he's gotten absolutely no access to heals. Um, and so I, I can, I can make my peace with having Antibold, uh, you know, uh, appear, appear in a different campaign, uh, uh, to figure out, you know, what's happened with his, with the, the curse on his family, uh, you know, at a different time. Um, <laughs> that's so, fun. but it's so funny. <laughs> I just my 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 thing there is that I just love that weatherproof human for a wizard, and oh, so yeah. who knows? Maybe uh, maybe in the in the future I'll I'll have to finagle with the DMs to to let me be a weatherproof human in an entirely different campaign. Well, we should <laughs> definitely do like one shots with all of our unused characters. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! Fun. Yes, totally. it must be so. Um, but cool. yeah, during okay. when I, when we were making all the lineages, I sent. Like, I just sent them early to everybody, and Peter sent me a mock-up of a character sheet with the weatherproof human and a wizard. It was just like, is this okay? (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay with this? And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of of funky. Like, it's definitely using it to its full potential. But, I mean, that's really fun. And then you made a whole character story about, like, a mechanic that you broke, (laughs) which is amazing. Yeah, with the with the blade song feature on, so which lasts I think for like a minute or something during. So like for the most part in combat, at level three, this wizard could get up to like nineteen AC. <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> right, right. So you just you just can't hit him. Um, but uh, yeah, and that and it, it would go up with his intellect as well, and so like you would just keep getting uh, harder to hit, and then of course the weatherproof human has this ability of like drop to one hit point once when you go to zero instead. So he'd actually be a pretty hard to kill wizard, uh, you know, despite all of his fears for how easily he'll die. So good. Fancy this. Uh, if Antibold really is so hard to hit, is it really the end of the world if you don't have a healer? Uh, well, yeah, because I've got two other melee classes that are going to be right up in there getting hit. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm a team player. Um, but yeah, okay. So uh, the artificer does have um, some access to heals, but like not a ton of spell slots. It's very much like it's like a paladin that way. Um, so I I don't think that the artificer could act as a main healer. So he's predicted Yuri is not going to come in the party. Yuri is not. <laughs> But of course, expected. Uh, nobody wants to play with Yuri, so I suppose Yuri, God. Yuri, don't get to be in story. Yuri never get to find out what happened to daughter. <laughs> nobody, no, no, no closure for Yuri. God, I, Yuri I said, came in showing himself out. <laughs> yes, well, this, this is very much Yuri's style, you know. Like I, I, I'm aware that you came in and you introduced him as a mechanic, but I want to go to his sandwich shop and get a delicious <laughs> lunch from him because i'm sure it's like the most disgusting most delicious like ham he could still sandwich. he could still be a mechanic but now finds himself working at a sandwich shop that <laughs> that would be funny yes <laughs> mechanics and sandwiches very similar i would say yeah like sandwiches themselves yeah uh okay yeah 
Absolutely. All right. So then I so the so it's druid then. Um and uh and I guess uh, just uh, like all things uh you know being equal, what what are what who, which druid did people like better? Like if I could do the voice if it was fine, which which druid uh, Estelle versus Celestine? Uh, Celestine was my was my favorite. Like uh the 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 diner pie vending machine is very funny, but like this like rancher dude that grows marijuana with his with his mom and his dad it's like adopted mom and dad like it's just that it just sounds very cool to me yeah i like them both but celestine does seem to have legs for sure like i'm very interested to see how it progresses dms uh you beefed it yeah you guys beefed it (laughs) is that a good thing Was was that was that your 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 pick as well you beefed it you jeeped it (laughs) <laughs> you, you jeep the beef jeep, jeep the beef, the beef. <laughs> we oh did start God. talking about jeeps before we started the episode so I'm gonna <laughs> no 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 <laughs> yeah I, I no context i think is absolutely the Great. vibe here i'll cut this out too <laughs> wonderful <laughs> you leave it in <laughs> so, um, uh, so okay so i'm sorry did we just make a party That'll clip on my mic for sure. Perfect. Yeah, it sounds like we have a party. We've got we've got a ah. cowboy, three year old naive druid. Um, <laughs> we've got we've got a, an an aging barbarian steam powered android. Love it. God, Sean. Yes, so cool. And a fucking uh, and a and a rogue. Uh, who sounds so sounds good. like she's she's so good. she'd be invited to any party I ever threw. That's for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she wouldn't come. <laughs> she'd send no, someone oh, no. with drugs though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I'm not gonna like. This is gonna sound totally contrived, but you guys picked all of my favorites. Whoa. Oh shit. Amazing. That's dope. <laughs> I was really Peter. I just my main hope for you was to for you to play a full caster with a stocked like stock casting um because i you're like such a tactical player and i think you'll just kill it and i think like i think you'll find enough versatility with the druid that you'll get what you want out of it and still have those heals and like yeah i am actually really excited about playing uh particularly a circle of stars druid some of this the circle of stars specific stuff is just just seems awesome um, there's a lot of like ability to kind of do two things at once. And, uh, and so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. And then well, sky, I loved your rogue character. I'm just excited to see you play a rogue. Cause it's like, yeah. it's the best class to play. If you like rolling a cereal bowl worth of dice at once, <laughs> it's, it's just so ridiculous. It's so good. And like, I love the flavor of your class and Sean, like, I mean, I have more insight into your barbarian character because we were talking about it today but like i i just can't wait to dig into all of these characters i'm so excited nobody's playing just a straight up human eh oh are we all androids oh, oh. No, i'm a modded uh, human oh right wild <laughs> wild I, I so like two weeks ago i came in as being like i'm playing a human fighter i'm not changing my mind and like, <laughs> oh, okay. i'll play an android okay yeah sure <laughs> Oh, that's so great. Well, and Sean, after we 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 chatted about your you playing a human fighter, I was like, okay, I definitely need to like hone in on the druid. 
uh, um, to make sure that like there's some heels in the party, right? And uh, and 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 now you're not even end up like it's kind of the same, but you're you <laughs> yeah. were so like I, that, I I asked you the other day when we were playing and playing uh, playing Eldor, and you're just like, yep, human fighter. That's what I am. That's what I'm gonna be. <laughs> now, here we are. I love it. Oh. Uh, w- w- one of these days I'll play a human fighter, but today's not. And one day. of these days I'll play oh, a wizard. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god, that'll be that'll be great. Well, let's we we need to have a fighter wizard cleric party, obviously. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the classic. <sighs> like I'm so excited, y'all, but I'm as salty as I knew I would be looking Aww. at this cutting room floor. Yeah. yeah, it is. Like, don't get me wrong, I am super excited to like have a uh, a direction now to focus on and like dive deeper into one of these characters, which I've been holding off on doing because I didn't know who I was gonna play. But I, yeah, there, there's gonna be a little, um, you know, we'll 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 have to we'll have to pour one out for all the all the characters that didn't get chosen tonight because I am feeling a little like oh yeah, let's literally pour one out after. This Peter, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, that would be um, uh, we barely drink as it is, so what we might as well just pour it right on the ground. My precious pisco sour on the floor of our houses <laughs> <laughs> for all my homies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna put a button on this uh, the podcast. Why don't you take it, B? I did the intro. <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank you for joining us on this inaugural episode of uh, <laughs> of uh, Planet Arcana <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um the, the remember um you never tell a true friend your true name hey. boom, boom, boom. yay do you want to take another take of that or you want to, you want to take that one yeah no i'd was. like i'd like to beef it a little bit better than that okay great let's try it all again. right <clears throat> Uh, Thank you for joining us for Session Zero of Planet Arcana. And remember, folks, you never tell a true friend your true name. I like the first take. (laughs) (laughs) I say you keep both of them in.